Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. I took my large black leather Bible, stood among the people in the midst of the sanctuary at Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota, and read the text for the day saying the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the third chapter. Luke Stevens Royer, a candidate for our ministry, is speaking of coming out as a Unitarian Universalist to the people of the church of his childhood. He continues quoting Mark, then his mother and his brothers came and standing outside, they sent to Jesus and called to him. A crowd was sitting around him and they said to him, your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside asking for you. And he replied, who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those who sat around him, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. And I said the gospel of the Lord and I closed my Bible and glanced at my parents and grandparents and my then fiance sitting in the third pew as I made my way up the four solid stairs into the high stone pulpit. The gathered community sat down. Luke Stevens Royer continues, I looked out into that community that had nurtured me, supported me, and loved me since the age of two. I looked again at my family where I too had sat for countless Sundays and I began to preach. I preached the message that Jesus was preaching in that gospel. I preached a message that redefined family, that gathered community around shared values and ethics rather than blunt-related kindred alone. What constituted family in that text were those who did the will of God, those who lived lives of love and integrity, compassion and healing. Never had I imagined that a gospel message would speak so strongly and directly and convincingly to me, enough to make me, in the words of Luther, venture paths as yet untrodden. And so it was. And the congregation, knowing the implications of what I was saying, but not the deeper story, squirmed a bit, but responded kindly, as they always did. My family, knowing the implications of this text and our shared reverence for it, couldn't argue with what I had said because it was from their sole source of truth. And at the same time, their hearts must have been beginning to break as I used the words of Jesus to separate myself from them. And the journey began. I embarked in a new way towards something mysterious, not knowing the destination, but filled with both terror 
and exhilaration. I began questioning the old orthodox teachings. I began believing that one's own thought and experience were valid. I began to believe that reason and logic were as important as mystical experience. I began a perspective of freedom, of intellectual and spiritual freedom. Do you know the song, I see your true colors shining through. I see your true colors. That's why I love you. So don't be afraid to let them show your true colors. Your true colors are like a rainbow. Luke Stevens Royer had wrestled mightily with his sense of guilt, of betraying his past, but he is a seeker, and he can do nothing less than embrace the truth as he experiences it. He is a true lover of the truth. I am deeply moved by his leap of faith, risking everything for an all-in faith, for a religious tradition and a spiritual community to which he says an unconditional yes, deeply moved by his devotion to flying his true colors. Home for the holidays, he worships with his family again back at their Lutheran church and feels, he says, like a stranger in the most familiar place in the world. Back at school, returning to his Unitarian Universalist congregation, he feels, this is a quote, like family in the strangest place in the world. I know some of you have walked a path like Luke's to arrive here. I think of Mahatma Gandhi's words, I know the path, it is straight and narrow, it is like the edge of a sword. I rejoice to walk on it. I weep when I slip. God's word is the one who strives never perishes. I have implicit faith in that promise. Though therefore from my weakness I fail a thousand times, I shall not lose faith. Some of you have walked that path, and if we're brave, all of us will take the risk to be true to our truth, to dare to leap, to unfurl the flag of our true colors, to come home and go forth from the sanctuary, this sanctuary of this beloved community, to put our hearts against the world and say yes. Some years ago, my friend and colleague Christopher Holton Jablonski was co-leading a week-long meditation retreat, and at the end of one of the first meditations, a 70-year-old gentleman named Ramesh began to weep openly. It was hard for him to find words. Christopher remembers he said that he was very new to all this and skeptical at first, but now, now he was grateful. He said he had flirted with ideas of a spiritual life for years, but always found reasons not 
to dive in. First it was career and family obligations that kept him away. And then he said he had his life. It was, by all accounts, a good life. But even then, there was a hollow feeling. Finally, Ramesh said there in that meditation circle, after years of dodging it, years of being held back by fear, he began to wake up to his truth. He felt connected for the first time. And in that connection, in the intimate embrace of that circle, he was safe enough to feel. He opened and a whole new way of being, a whole new way emerged. Seventy. It's never too late. But let's not wait. Let's not wait to walk that path like the edge of a sword, to open our hearts, to fly our true colors. I have recently reread letters to a young poet and was touched again by the 27-year-old Rilke's advice to a 19-year-old student at the military academy. Here's my favorite passage from the fourth letter. Rilke writes, I would like to beg you, dear sir, as well as I can, to have patience with everything unresolved in your heart and to try to love the questions themselves as if they were locked rooms or books written in a very foreign language. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Think about how easy it would have been for Luke Stevens Royer to keep his doubts to himself, letting the benefits of the familiar outweigh his misgivings. I think about how unremarkable it would have been for Ramesh to skip the meditation retreat and carry on his pretty good or good enough life, banishing the hollow feeling. I think about how much less complicated it is to live with easy answers than to love the questions and live the questions. But easy, unremarkable, and less complicated are not the hallmarks of the spiritual life, not this spiritual life. It takes work to grow a soul, to risk seeking our truth, to walk the path like the edge of a sword, to chance the leap of faith, to unfurl the flag of our being and fly our true colors. We don't just arrive. We become. Here's a beautiful poem from Mary Oliver. She calls it The Journey. 
One day you finally knew what you had to do and began, though the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice. Though the whole house began to tremble and you felt the old tug at your ankles, mend my life, each voice cried. But you didn't stop. You knew what you had to do, though the wind pried with its stiff fingers at the very foundations, though their melancholy was terrible. It was already late enough, and a wild night and the road full of fallen branches and stones, but little by little as you left their voices behind, the stars began to burn through the sheets of clouds, and there was a new voice which you slowly recognized as your own kept you company as you strode deeper and deeper into the world, determined to do the only thing you could do, determined to save your own life. My spiritual companions, May we too summon the courage to risk being true to our truth. Love the questions and live the questions. Walk a path like the edge of a sword. Dare to leap. Put our hearts against the world. Let us unfurl the flag and fly our true colors. <laughs>